go if you will. Well, I'm going to be reading out of the Passion. The Word, folks, is Timothy tells us that it's here to teach us, to edify us, to build us up. I'm going to be reading 24 scriptures tonight. Donna said, well, we'll fall asleep. <laughs> I couldn't believe she said that to me. I got to read them excitingly, or I could have her come up and read them. Yeah, she's guilty. And, and what the Bible says is that it's alive and active, and she's going to go to sleep. You got her thumper about mid, when you see her head nod, just go boom, okay, okay. I'm going to read, the title of the message is, Are You a Life Giver? And I'm going to kick off from what we talked about Sunday. Sunday we talked about listening to gossip as well as gossip. You cannot be a life giver if you listen or if you share gossip. I had someone come up to me before service and they said, this is not gossip, but, and I, I, I went, <laughs> I mean, I automatically went, I don't want to hear it. You know, this is something good and edifying. Now, answer me this. Is this true? Amen. Then we've got to take it more serious. Amen. And that's not living under law. That's just living on common sense. Because he put it here to help us. And if it says don't gossip, then there must be destruction in gossip. And it was funny. I... Preached Sunday, and then Monday, Neil, or Tuesday, Neil and I were standing in here talking, and we both at the same time went like this. How easy it is to get to sharing things that you really shouldn't be sharing. So I'm as guilty as everybody in here, and, and if anybody thinks they're not a gossip, then I'll preach next week on pride. Because I don't care who it is, everybody gets caught up in this, and we don't mean to. But I want to read Proverbs 4.20 through 5.2 in the Passion Bible, and then we're going to go on with what, what I've got to say. It says, listen, listen carefully, my children, to everything that I teach you, and pay attention to all that I have to say. Now, children, listen and pay attention to what I have to say. That's what it's saying. So we want to read this and, and put our life in this. And it says, fill your thoughts. I'm going to be talking about your thoughts. Fill your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirit. Then as you unwrap my words, they will impart true life and radiant health into every core of your being. I could quit right there. That right there is enough to change our life. You can leave that up if you want to. That right there can change our life if we just do that scripture. If we take this word and take his wisdom... And do what he says. What's, what's exciting about it is. He says in James. That if you need wisdom ask. And I'll tell you. So all we have to do is ask for direction in our life. And ask what to do. And he'll give us the answer to it. He goes on and it says. Then as, as you unwrap my words. They will impart true life. And radiant health into every core of your being. So above all guard the, guard the affections of your heart. For they affect all that you are. 
anything that's going to happen in your life is first going to be a thought. Now, as I talk tonight, pay attention to the scriptures because if you, if you get a revelation on this, it will change your life. And if you stay after it for a while and break the habits of your old way, then your life will be better and better and better. See, what we've done is we've got born again. I don't care how, old, how long you've been born again. We still have old habits that we follow. And the older you are when you get born again, you've got a lot of junk to get rid of. You're better off not to even been in church than have the religion and then try to change what you're supposed to change. But we've got to recognize that the word changes us. It goes on and says, Pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being, for there flows a wellspring of life. Avoid dishonest speech and pretentious words. Be free from using perverse words no matter what. It goes on and says, Set your gaze on the path before you with fixed purpose, looking straight ahead, ignoring life's distractions. It's talking about your thoughts. What do you get distracted the quickest? Your thoughts. I'm having to go through crazy medication now, and I'm, I, I feel it coming on, and my thought, my thought pattern is like I have to fight for two, about two hours, I'm noticing. For about two hours, I have to fight every thought that goes on. It's like it wants to draw me and distract me and pull me away from what the Word says and what life is. And I, I think the Lord's allowing this because I'm teaching on this, but I'm, I'm battling the cancer garbage, and they, they give me a shot that blocked my testosterone, just to be honest with you. Well, this little guy is going to get littler, but this mind is going to get more like a woman that all they do is think. Well, I was sharing. <laughs> Let me straighten that up. Well, that's because you're right here. Women, women multitask. Do you not? I mean, you're thinking about everything that's going on during the day, that whatever you're doing, there's other stuff in your mind where I was, I was telling Travis, we're not like that. We're in a compartment. It's like Greg was putting on a roof the other day. That's all he's thinking about. Men are like that. Well, I'm losing that because of my testosterone drive that's supposed to be in a man. So, so now I feel it coming on and I, I recognize, oh my gosh, too many things going on in my mind at one time. I can't keep up with all the, th I don't know how you women do it. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, really, honestly, every man here. So, so back to what I was talking about. I, I'm having to, for a couple hours, Every day I've noticed since I got this stupid shot, I'm having to just turn on my music and I'm having to get in the Word and I'm having to think about good stuff. I'm, I, make, I have to make myself and then I start feeling I come out, but then I'm, then I'm back me again. I'm okay. I can get involved. And I, can, I, can't, I can't hardly even study. I have to, then I can get back. Okay, I've got to get done. I've got to get ready. I'm on track. But this set of scriptures is so real in our everyday life. We get distracted all of the time. We, we, have, we have a heartache and we spend all the time on the heartache. We have a problem in life and we spend all the time on a problem in life. And that is not what we're supposed to do at all. We're supposed to go to the things of the Spirit. It goes on and it says, it says, which were, which were your going, stick to the path of truth 
and the road will be safe and smooth before you. Don't allow yourself to be sidetracked for every moment or take the detour that leads to darkness. Listen to me, my son and women, for I know what I'm talking about. Listen carefully to my advice so that wisdom and discernment will enter your heart and then the words you speak will express what you've learned. We don't do anything without thinking about it. When people said, oh, I didn't mean to say that, that is not the truth. Deep inside, you had thought about it. We become, we, and I've taught this and taught this and taught this, but we still got to get a revelation on it. What you think about, what you spend your time in thinking about is what you are going to become. Now, Proverbs 10, 11 in the New Living Translation, the words of the godly are life-giving fountain. The words of the wicked conceal violent intentions. When you think on wrong things, you, whether you like it or not, and you know how it is, if you meet somebody that's a godly person, your mom was oozy. My mom was that way. Why? Because they had to stay in the Word and they had to concentrate on the Word to get through their life. Where you spend your mind and where you spend your thoughts, see, if, if you get around people that gossip, let's go back to that. If you talk on the telephone and you talk to people that gossip, you will become, you'll think on those thoughts and then those thoughts will cause you to gossip. There is nothing more devastating for your life and everybody else than to listen or talk gossip. It destroys churches. It empties churches. It divides churches. It divides businesses. It divides you. Thoughts is where they come, are where they come from. So if you listen to it, you're going to speak it. If you talk it, you've thought it. And if you thought it, it's because you're going to speak it. Speaking, speaking and hearing can cause life or death. Whatever I hear, I mean, folks, if, you, if you're one here and you're watching the news as much as it's on now all the time, you will be what they are, liar. Because they do not tell you the truth. And if you think they do, and if you're reading newspapers, and if you think that's the truth, if you're following the court system, you think that's the truth. There is no truth out there. This right here is the only truth that's left. And this is why we can't live carnal. What's carnal? Carnal is a person that lives in the world and acts like a Christian. They act like they're this, but they live and they talk and they speak and they, you, you can't tell any difference in them. Why? Because that's where their thought life is at. My point tonight, as I go over this and go over this, whatever you think, folks, is what you're going to be. And if, you, if you're listening or if, you, if you've got a friend that's a gossip, you better separate yourself from that person. In love, stay away from them because they're going to cause you to be just like they are. And there's nothing worse. That there's, there's not anything more destructive than that. Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Those who love it, those who love, those who love to talk will reap the consequences. Whatever you speak, you get life 
or you get death. You say, well, pastor, you said that. I'm going to say it over and over and over because the script, that, that's why I brought this up. This is true. And I'm going to read 24 scriptures just about this, and that doesn't even touch them of what gossip does. This church got hit just recently, last six or eight months, with some gossip. And what it's done is it's caused, it's caused tension, it's caused, it's caused envy, it's caused strife, it caused all the stuff it causes because we listen to this stuff and, we, and some of it might be true, but it's still gossip if it doesn't uplift and edify. Just because it's true, you don't have to tell me if it's going to cut me down or cut somebody down. If it's not edifying and building up, you're not supposed to speak, you're just supposed to pray. And number one, you shouldn't have listened to it. And number two, you should have went, I don't want to hear this. If we do that enough to the people that gossip in this church, that person will leave or change. You don't want to gossip around you. You don't want to gossip in this church. And it seems like the enemy brings them in, and then they get, then they get kicked out because we quit listening to them. So if you've got a gossip, let me just bring it up again. If you've got somebody that gossips to you on phone or around the church or talks about the leadership, tell them to shut up. Why? Because it's destroying you. Amen. That's right. and, I, and I'm bringing this up because I got caught up in it. And I'm the pastor. I got to listen to stuff I shouldn't have listened to. And it caused problems in my life. And when I started studying this and I really got a revelation on it, this will absolutely destroy everyone in this room. And it all comes from thoughts. What are you thinking about? What do you think about that person? Well, so-and-so told me. Well, that's not the way to think about that person. Everybody in here is righteous. Are we not? Everybody in here is... The real you is not the one that's the culprit. The real you is, is born again. The real you is, is an edifier. The real you is the spirit of God inside you. The real you is only going to speak good things about people. The real you is going to forgive immediately when somebody hurts you. That's hard. But instead of going and telling people about your problem, tell God about your problem and forgive them. I guarantee you it'll help you. Why do I know this? Because I've had to do it for 34 years here. I can't tell you the number of wounds I've got in my back. I've learned if I don't, I'll die. If I don't forgive, I'm going to die because I can't carry as much as got thrown at me. And I'm not needing any sympathy for this. I'm just telling you how life really is. If I get to thinking on the things that have went on in my life, I mean, all the way from Chris's situation to, I mean, give me a break. I'd go nuts. Somebody killed my grandkids. And I had the purpose to forgive the person that after years now, we know who did it. But I've got to, I can't let it, I can't let it eat me up. I can't let politics eat me up. I can't let gas prices, well, yeah, gas prices is not a problem to me. I, I drive an electric car. <laughs> I fixed that, you guys. But we, it, it's thoughts, it's thoughts, it's thoughts, it's thoughts. See, the answer to all of our problems. Let me give you the answer to all of our problems. You ready? Your thought life. 1 Peter 5.8 says, Stay alert. Watch out for your enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a, roaring, like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Everything in our life comes from that one place right here. 
if I could, if I, if I could unscrew my head and set it off to the side, I would be better off. Because this is what always gets me in trouble. This is what listens. This is what sees. This is what gets pulled into things I don't want to say or do. This is, what, this is what causes me to have opinions that aren't good opinions. This is the same thing, though, that gives me good opinions. This is the same thing that gives me the answers to the problems. It's, it's the answer. Our thoughts, really, if you think about it, our thoughts paint a picture. I mean, right now, think about a red car. You just seen it, didn't you? Think about somebody that's cutting somebody down. You've just seen that person doing something they shouldn't have been doing, and you don't even know that person did it. That's what gossip does. If I talked about Jay to you, and you didn't know Jay, and the next time you seen Jay, you'd only see what I said because you pictured it. Well, we've got to change the picture. Scripture, scripture tells us what's happened. Happens in that Romans, Romans five and six literally says to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. That scripture right there tells us why we can't do it. A carnal person cuts down people. A carnal person talks about people. A carnal person doesn't live like a Christian. They live like they want to live and they don't care what people think. A carnal person cuts people down. A carnal person doesn't forgive people. A carnal person thinks they're high and mighty and, and full of pride. They're just full of pride and don't even know it. They, they think they're humble but they're prideful. That's a carnal person. A carnal person lives, lives, they don't care what people think. A carnal person, well, it doesn't affect me. I don't care what they think. A Christian cares. A Christian loves. A Christian forgives. A Christian forgets it. A Christian lets it go. A Christian doesn't gossip. And we all get caught up in it. I'm as guilty as everybody sitting in here, but we've got to come to a place of recognizing the answer is to stay away from that. The answer is to, to recognize that we can come against it. I want to go to Ephesians. I want to use my other Bible. Ephesians 6.12. The answer is right here. Listen to it. Uh, let's start in... Verse 11, it says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now, most people in here know what the wiles, because I've, I've taught it so many times. The word wiles there is the inroads to your mind. So think about that way. It says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the things that are spoken in your mind. The things you hear in your mind. That's what we're putting the armor on for. That's what we're fighting against. See, I'm not fighting against people. You're not fighting against Iva. You're not fighting against Jay. You're not fighting against Travis. You're not fighting against me. You're not fighting against any of that. We are fighting, it tells us right here, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the ruler of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. What are we fighting against? We're fighting against the spirit realm that's against what God's trying to do. That's why this church battles all the time in the spirit realm because he don't, the devil does not like this. The devil does not like a Wednesday night church. Look how many churches are closed down on Wednesday nights. Almost every one. He doesn't like us to have youth here getting fed. He doesn't like you being taught the word. He doesn't like you being taught about not gossiping. He's telling you to go ahead and gossip as everybody else gossips. 
He's telling you to go ahead and live together and sleep together because everybody else is living together and sleeping together. He tells you to go ahead and live in sin because everybody else is doing it because that's what the world is doing. But here we're teaching, no, you don't do that. That's not, that's not, that, that's not the best for us. It'll destroy us. It'll, it'll bring us down. So he, he comes against that. But then he gives us, he, he plainly helps us out there. He goes on, he plainly tells us in verse 13, Therefore take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth. W what's truth? Truth is what the Word says about us. Truth is who I really am. Truth is, I am a forgiver. Truth is, I am righteous. Truth is, the list goes on and on. I, I, I'm full of joy. Truth is, I'm prosperous. Truth is, I'm healed. Somebody was talking, was you talking, saying if we really had the handle on what we really are, none of this sickness would have any of us. We really wouldn't. Here, I'm battling cancer. I shouldn't have it. I don't have it. But yet, my body does. But the truth is, and that's what I have to spend my time on, or I'll go nuts. I've got to spend my time that God's got this. I've got to spend my time that there's a reason I'm going through this, but I'm going to come out the other side. Even if I die, I'm ahead. But see, that's how you have to look at things. And when your mind starts going the other way, depression's only because you've thought about it. Yeah. Uh, there are chemical cases, of course, but you, it's like what I'm kind of going through. It's a chemical deal. And it's real. But it's not real. And the only way I found I get through it is I found my best thing is I, I put my phone in my back pocket and I turn the volume up on Christian music and I find walking around for a couple hours and just spending time with him and I don't even have to be praying because the music's going on and I'm listening to that and I get through it but that's the way some people have to do all day to get through things they're going through people are worse off than you are they're not able to be here I mean we can make a list of people that are suffering worse than we are but the only answer is this. The only answer is the truth of God. The only answer is he's given us the truth. Why would I want to listen to somebody that tells me bad stories about people? Why would I want to listen to half-truths and not even know what the truth is? When you, hear, when you hear gossip, you hear their side of the story. I'm guilty. You're guilty. We're guilty. We can't, that's, that's like when I counsel with people. The wife will come in and she'll have her story and the husband will come in and have their story and the truth is neither one of those stories are right. The truth is we've got to go back to the word that's the answer. We've got to recognize he's got the answer. We've got to recognize he's got this. He goes on and it says, Stand therefore having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness. Well, what do you mean breastplate of righteousness? If we find out who we really are in Christ, it changes everything in our life. Then when you hear somebody talk about you, you can go, that's not me. I've been made righteous. I'm in right standing with God. Well, I don't know what you're even talking about. I make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes, but that's not the real me. The more I get around God, the less mistakes I'm going to make. And what you have to do, you've got to just go... I forgive them. Let it go because that's not really me. In that, 
in that you make it through. Why listen to gossip? Why listen to garbage? Why listen to bad tales? I was clicking around YouTube earlier today, and they were telling about there's going to be a volcano erupt in the middle of the United States, and it's going to cause this and cause that, and, and it was graphically saying what all would happen. I'm going, I'm not listening to this. Because if you listen to it, I mean, think about it. Now they're talking, everybody's going to have to wear a mask in closed buildings. They're going to have trouble getting me to do that. But if you think on it and talk about it enough, everybody will be coached right back into where we were. Everybody will be confined just like we were. That's what they're after. We've got to recognize our answers in him. And I'm telling you what, we're going to be out of here before this stuff gets crazier than it is. But while I'm here, I've got to have a sane mind. While I'm here, I don't need to hear garbage. I don't need to hear stuff that doesn't... Up. I, need, I need everybody in here to encourage me while I try to encourage you. We, every time we come in here, we need to be encouraging somebody and lifting them up, not cutting some, going to you and saying, did you hear about it? Did you hear about it? Ah. I mean, all they're doing is throwing up on you, and you've got to clean the mess up. We can't listen to it, and we can't be a part of it, but we can't be the person doing it either, that we all get caught up. And we've got to follow what the Word says. We've got to know He's got the answer for us. It goes on, and it says, Having shod your feet with the preparation of gospel peace. Live in, you, you live in peace when you haven't said anything wrong to hurt somebody. Amen. When you haven't lied, you don't need to tell another lie to get up by your lie. When you haven't talked about somebody, you don't care what anybody says because you haven't said anything. Now, we all make mistakes in our talking. I understand that. But when you purposely are purposely not talking about people, then when something comes up, you say, no, and they know you don't. Because what's interesting about when somebody tells you something, guess what they're doing about you when they get to somebody else? Because if they'll talk about my best friend, then they'll talk about me. I'm just kind of rehashing what gossip is, folks. It's poison. It'll kill you. It'll destroy you. It'll tear the church up. It'll tear people up. It'll tear families up. That's why, fam that's why families have hard times. Gossip. Then it goes on. Above, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you are able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. We stand in the word, and we don't stand in living carnal. We stand in the truth. We stand knowing that this is... I'm amazed. The older I get, and the more I get into this, the more I recognize this is so powerful, it's ridiculous. If we just would stand on the truth, faith, shield of faith. I am not worried about what people say because I have the shield of faith. I'm not worried about what goes on. I'm really not. I'm really, I don't care about, I'm, and, and that's not a non, that's just, I don't care what people say because it really is, it's, it's not affecting me because I'm not going to let it. I'm not going to let my mind go there. I'm not going to let my mind go. I'll never forget. I'll never forget standing in Walmart, one person behind the person at the cash register, and they were calling me. I can't even use the words they were calling me. And they were saying that that Coleman family, they must be the worst family in the world for their son to do what he did. And, and I'm just standing there like, I know who I am in Christ. I know the truth, and that person doesn't know the truth. And the list goes on and on and on. You can't take that kind of stuff. 
if you don't get this in you. And th things are going to get worse. So you're going to be able to go, wow. I'm, I mean, I know we're going to get raptured out when it gets real bad, but isn't it bad enough? <laughs> oh, my gosh, what's going on? It's just crazy. It goes on and it says, goes on and it says, and take the helmet of salvation. Oh, my goodness. That's what I need. I need to wear a football helmet all the time. Keep this mind intact, what's going on inside it. And then every time I feel the diversion, I get, get it back in line where it's supposed to be going and, and what I think about. Because and, and, that's where it's at, folks. We've got to recognize. And it goes on and closes. I love, I love the rest of it. It says, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Repeat, 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 repeat what it says in Ephesians and Colossians and Philippians about who you are, who you are, who you are, who you are, who you are in Christ, who you are in Christ. Get that so inside you that you can quote it, you can quote it, you can quote it. I'm so impressed with, with John Brown because his whole life has been nothing but the word. And, and now you've all listened to him. It, it just, that's just, well, why? Because this is where he lived. This is where he was trained. And this is what we need to do is get in this. And then when somebody comes up, you get in this enough and you get your spirit built up. Somebody comes up and says anything, you just automatically go. Or if you turn on TV and it's something that you shouldn't be watching, you automatically go. Oh. Because there was a time when you, oh, I want to see that, what's going to happen here. I mean, I get so tickled at soap operas that people get hooked on years ago and still do, I guess. It's nothing but not but pornography, because men men aren't like the ones in soap operas. Men don't talk, and in soap operas, all the men talk. And the women expect every man to be like that, and we try to talk, but we don't know how to talk. We just grunt and groan and make noises, don't we? But the truth is, this word is true. And if you can speak this word over your life and other people's lives, you watch how it changes them. And instead of talking about that person that you see doing something wrong, put the word on them. Just start speaking life over that situation, that circumstance. Start, start, start praying for them. Lift them up. Lord, I just bind that spirit that's on top of them. And I, I claim the blood of Jesus over them. And I thank you that the blood of Jesus covers everything that's going on. That's who we really are. I mean, that's who we really are. That's the spirit man that's inside of every one of you. That's who you really are. And if we, start, if we start doing that in our problems, we'll start seeing the answer every time, every time. It goes on, it says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. In other words, everything you do, just pray. I don't care if you're going to Walmart. Lord, I thank you I'm going to have a good parking place. Lord, I thank you that I'm going to have favor when I run into anybody in the store. Lord, I thank you if I have a word for anybody. That's where your mind's supposed to be. Not, oh, I hope I don't run into so-and-so. And if I do, I'm going to tell them off because what they did to me. And I'm going to get them. I guarantee you. I know what I'm going to say to them. I guarantee you I know what I'm You're thinking about it and you're going to do it without meaning to. Anybody say Amen. It's the truth. It's, it's an absolute truth. 2 Corinthians 10.5 says, it's real close where I'm at. 2 Corinthians 10.5. You all know this one. Back up to 4. For our weapons of our warfare are not carnal, 
but mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought, every thought, every thought into captivity, every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Get a revelation. Take, as you think about what you think about, we let our minds just go, and we, we, we go and we sit down in front of the TV, and we just, we just are there, and we don't think about anything. Take control of your thought life and get your thought life going the direction that benefits you, the, best, the, the direction that benefits your family, the direction that benefits your relationships. Speak life into situations and circumstances. Speak health into people. Speak life into people. Speak life into people. Or are you going to speak death into people? That's a choice. Are you going to listen to death or are you going to listen to life? Are you going to, if you listen to death, then you're going to speak death. If you listen to life, you're going to speak life. So those that say things against anybody, please just stop them. Or be, just be belligerent. I don't care. Tell them to shut up. Because they're not doing you any good. But you can't be like they are. And to do that, you've got to change your thought life. Philippians 4, 6 says, don't, in New Living Translation, I love this. It says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Philippians 4, 6. But I love what it says next in 4, 7. Then you will experience God's peace. His peace then will guard your heart. How do we change peace in our heart by what you think about if I think about the church problems and I spend my time just thinking about the church problems I'm a mess because when you got two three hundred people you got messes the Bible says that if there's no sheep in the stall there's no doo-doo that's what it says but there's sheep in the stall and we got problems you go to the answer you don't go to the problem you see the problem, I know the problems, but we go to the answer. And as we go to the answer, the more we go to the answer, we got peace. Because bottom line, folks, I can't change anybody in here. Brad brought it up Sunday, which he did such a good job. We are all designed to be different. And we're all designed to reach other people. Travis can't reach the same people that Jay can reach. There's no way. They're different people. So why don't we let Travis be Travis and Jay be Jay? There's nothing you can do better than let the person around you be who they are. Whether you like it or not. Because there's no way Jay's going to do everything like I like and there's no way I'm going to do everything that he likes. So what do we do? We don't become carnal Christians and talk about each other. We support each other and love each other and let God take care of fixing the problems that's in our lives. I had a man told me earlier that his mom's his mom's got an alcoholic boyfriend that's a problem but the answer to that problem is just bind that spirit of alcoholism and just love that person love that person and God can fix it he can fix it and if you don't you're still better off because you got peace because you can't change anybody you know if you want to get anything out of tonight quit trying to change married young married couples don't try to change him. Don't try to change her. It, 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 quit wasting your time. Absolutely, let them be who they are. 
They're weird. Let them be weird. You're weird too. Truthfully, that's the way it is. But come to the place and recognizing your thoughts is where it's going to take you every place you go in your life. Your thoughts are going to take you there. They are going to take you there. So stop thinking about things that shouldn't be thought about. Stop listening to things that shouldn't be heard. And watch what God does in your life. you got about five minutes. Father, we thank you. For everybody here, everybody listening to this, help us to take everything that comes through this mind and discern that it's good or bad and not listen to the bad stuff, not go where we don't need to go and trust in you and everything that goes on in our life. Help us to put the answer in place of the problem and watch the peace that you give us. Your, Bible, your, your word says that if we walk in that peace, then, then our heart's going to be better and better and better. Things are going to get better in our lives. I speak life to everybody here, and I thank you, Father, that you're going to change us to be more like you day by day. And we thank you, Father, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Call you blessed. You are dismissed. And you got a, we got about five or six, seven minutes, it looks like.